Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? Today we're talking about drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Not necessarily in the traditional sense. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about, you know, some drugs, things like, you know, marijuana, cocaine, whatever. Um, but I guess I, the reason I want to do this episode is because I, I want to, th- I'm, I'm sort of thinking about like how drugs and then different activities affect our brain often in the same way. And it's almost like, like, can't a lot of the other things we do, either substances we, substances we use that we don't consider drugs or activities that we, you know, do basically be considered drugs? Because like, you know, when when I look up like the definition and there's different definitions of what is a drug, right? But like one definition of a drug is just simply substances that change a person's mental or physical state, right? Okay, now in that case it does say substances, but like let's for purposes of this episode let's take out substances and call it something <laughs> that that changes a person's mental or physical state because like I want to get into how certain things that we do good and bad things, so to speak, um, you know, and, and, you know, the terms good and bad I use loosely here because it's never that black and white in this life, but, you know, good and bad things, so to speak, that we do that affect our mental and physical state. Okay, so, like, yeah, when we talk about drugs, sometimes we're thinking about, you know, illegal drugs, sometimes we're thinking about pharmaceuticals, half of which should probably be illegal in my opinion. Now, um, this is this is funny. This is like a whole other, ooh, this is actually like a good episode idea would be to like sit here and debate like, like are some of the drugs, particularly in the United States, that are illegal still for the most part, better than half of the ones that are that are legal. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously there's the whole marijuana debate, which I feel for the most part it should be legalized. And then we have so many of these drugs that are just over-prescribed in my opinion, you know, for lots of different conditions, you know, because our medical system wants to treat people with drugs, with medicines, as opposed to actually naturally healing themselves. But anyway, um, another topic for another episode, I suppose. Um, okay, so it, it's always interesting to do these episodes because I, I learn a lot when I do, you know, research for them. And, you know, with this one, I started looking into like, okay, yeah, what are the different, you know, different types of drugs? What do they do? And you have your, you know, central nervous system depressants, your stimulants, your hallucinogens, your, you know, disassociatives, as they're called, um, your narcotic analgesics, your in- inhalants, your and then cannabis. It's funny because cannabis is just like listed as a category of its own, you know, <laughs> cannabis, marijuana. Um, and started, you know, looking into like what is the function of all these these different types of drugs and everything. And, you know, just to give give a few examples, you know, your your depressants, you you know, you have things like alcohol, Xanax, Valium, your stimulants, everything from, well, caffeine, you know, coffee, for example, to things like Adderall, Ritalin, cocaine, meth. And and what's funny to me, like what I haven't figured out, and I don't know, like I said, I never, when I do these episodes, it's, it's not like I have like the full picture and totally understand everything about the topic, but it still doesn't make sense to me. Like I don't get why they prescribe. So like for people with ADD and ADHD, you know, they're prescribing a stimulant. It's interesting to me that you need a stimulant like Adderall or Ritalin, if I'm understanding things correctly, in order to 
you know, because people with ADHD, it's like they are stimulated. You know what I mean? Like they need something to calm them down, right? So, my, I mean, I get, I get the fact that Adderall and Ritalin like help you focus, and obviously, like caffeine, caffeine, coffee, caffeine, kind of does the same thing. But I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking this, but I just I find that kind of interesting. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, and then you got you know things like. Uh, well, your your opioids, right? I mean, that's where you've got like like painkillers and stuff, you know, like well, same category as like heroin, heroin, right? But I mean, like oxycontin, codeine, Vicodin, um, and and these things can be more addictive. Then you have your hallucinogens, you know, psilocybin, LSD. Um, I'm not even sure, like, does, does ayahuasca? Yeah, I mean, it just falls in the same category, I think. Um, but though, anyway, those are just, you know, some examples of the different types of drugs that you have in these different categories. But it's interesting because, like, when you think about it, when, when I start think about, thinking about the things that we do in this life to change our physical and mental state, particularly our mental state, right, kind of to change the way that our brain is working, like, you can put a lot of different activities in the category almost of drugs, right? Sex, exercise, porn, gambling, social media use, meditation. I mean, like the, these are some of the ones I want to go through as examples here. And it's interesting too, because when you think, you know, like I, I think about addiction a lot. I'm not someone who's an, an addiction specialist. I'm certainly not a psychologist. Um, you know, I have a friend who is a specialist in addiction and I know a lot of people with different addictions. I don't really know if I have any, you know, addictions, certainly not like any bad ones other than maybe making podcast episodes too often and exercising every day. But like, I prefer, like, I prefer those to be my addictions, if that makes sense, because they, for, for the most part, have a positive side effect. Like I would prefer my addiction to be exercise as opposed to smoking cigarettes, right? Or, you know, drinking alcohol. Uh, just because, like, yes, you can overdo it with exercise. Hell, you could kill yourself if you exercise that much. Um, you can overdo it, but in general, it's better to be addicted to something that has kind of a, a more positive outcome for the most part, like exercise. Um, and, and I'll talk about, you know, uh, well, more of these things in a minute here. But anyway, so it's like all these other activities have the ability, have the, the, the you know, a similar effect on our brain that different drugs do for better or for worse right and because like if you look at exercise like what's happening when we exercise well supposedly it's raising our dopamine norepinephrine levels like runner's high right they say like runner's high is a real thing scientifically because god i'm trying to remember what is the science behind it like there's something called like opioid theory like essentially you kind of get addicted to that high that you get based on the neurotransmitters the endorphins endorphins released when you're you're running when you get to a certain point or when you do a certain type of exercise and then you crave it more right then all of a sudden it's like you get that high but you become addicted to it and you want it more and more and believe me there's a lot of knuckleheads out here running 10 miles every freaking day just because they love the high that they get from it even when it's not that healthy for them um it's a real thing and I'm not sure. I think that, like, for me personally, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know that, yes, I do, you know, I'm, I'm a fitness fanatic, but I think I have things pretty well regulated in terms of, like, I don't overdo it with my exercise. I actually think that I was worse with it when I was younger, and I do it in a pretty moderate way now. Um, but anyway, there are different, you know, um, neurotransmitters released, um, you know, with exercise. I mean, with, with coffee, it's Coffee's an interesting one because it's like, okay, supposedly you're increasing dopamine, which by the way, okay, so like what is the difference between all these? Like dopamine is kind of like the pleasure neurotransmitter. 
serotonin is the one that's like the happiness one. And see, that's like a key distinction. I think I even heard somewhere that like when we have sex, um, like sex versus masturbation, like apparently masturbation will will increase dopamine but not serotonin whereas sexual sex will increase both dopamine and serotonin something like that which is better for us because dopamine i'm I'm butchering the science of it but it's like more of a short-term pleasure thing it's like it's just pleasure without like happiness i don't know does that make sense um but anyway so like something i read somewhere that like coffee yes it's like you get a dopamine hit from it um you know and it uh, but but then like over time our levels of serotonin will like reduce from it. I, I don't know. And and coffee's a tricky one because I, I try to do like kind of like a coffee detox every now and then. Like I do drink coffee basically every day now. But like every couple months I'll take like a few days where I just don't drink any coffee because I'm like, all right, I need to like I'm getting I'm getting to the point where it's no longer having an effect on me. And like today I'm kind of honestly like that. I, I drank a cup of coffee before recording this podcast like two hours ago. And like I feel like no effect. Like I, <laughs> like did I drink coffee? I don't know. It's kind of like water at this point. Um, but the, you know the point is with a lot of these different things, it gets to the point where we don't even feel the effect, right? And so then that's when it's maybe good to do like a fast or a detox for a few days or a little while from it, right? And like for example, I've done a masturbation and pornography detox for for like a month, and it's funny because I actually kind of like lost a bet to a friend. And like that's what got me started with it. But anyway, and it's it's useful for like different things because I think that most of us would agree that you know not masturbation isn't necessarily bad, but pornography is probably not good for us. And I haven't even like looked into the exact reasoning behind it scientifically. Um, but I mean, God, what, what I was uh, was I was looking into it, and I think it's one of those things where it's like it's such an easy dopamine hit you know to get that like feeling of of pleasure you know you're watching porn or whatever but then like you keep wanting increased amounts of it and it's like a vicious cycle i don't know it's it's like it's like too easy of a way to get a dopamine hit if that's that makes sense you know it's the same type of thing we get from like like gambling and like social media as i understand it like social media you know is easily well you can consider it like a drug and it also creates like an addiction because we just we're naturally inclined to like love seeing those those likes, you know, ooh, like, ding, ding, yay, somebody like me, and then then like we keep getting those little dopamine hits over and over. But I, I think like I, I don't really know, but I think it might be kind of the same type of thing where it's like like masturbation, but not real sex. Like we're getting the dopamine hits, but ultimately maybe not like the serotonin, like the true happiness. I don't know. This is this is not actual science. That's just me talking out of my ass. Um, but anyway, uh, things like, you know, social media, porn, masturbation, gambling, these are all things that like in general we would probably agree can be overdone and we can get addicted to and they can have negative qualities. Whereas there are other things, right, that we can, you know, talk about having the effects like drug-like effects, like things like sex, exercise, meditation. And when I say sex here, I'm talking about real sex with a partner that probably are for the most part good for us. And like if you are addicted to those things, I suppose it's probably better than the other addictions just because in general, like I said, it's like a net positive, probably better to be addicted to I mean, well, you know, we could talk about sex addicts and the problems with that, but like probably better to be addicted to exercise and meditation, for example, than, you know, cigarettes and, and, and meth, right? I mean, um, you know, because like meditation, I was looking into meditation too. I'm like, how does meditation then 
affect these neurotransmitters. So apparently it's kind of the same thing. Like much like sex, it's apparently it's dopamine and serotonin are being in, increased and released. And then, and then GABA, which is like the calming neurotransmitter. But anyway, um, it's just um, it, it's really interesting to think about it this way. To think about which of these other activities that we do, which of these things that we could do, that we do could be considered kind of like drugs because ultimately so much of what we do in this life is trying to affect our physical and you know especially our mental state and it's something that i think about a lot on this podcast it's something that i try to implement a lot in my daily life because ultimately like all we have is the way we feel the way we feel physically mentally emotionally and spiritually and like the way our brains work is a very strange thing like i'm someone who um Oh, I've said it on here before. I don't even really believe in like the paradigm nowadays. The way that like anxiety and depression is talked about is if it's like a chronic disease. I, I don't. I like. I kind of just disagree with that for the most part. And I think that all of us are prone to anxiety and depression based on our circumstances. Um, anyway, another long topic, and a lot of people would disagree with me on that. But the point is, is. It's all about just trying to make ourselves feel better physically and mentally. And there's so many things out there. Yes, like there are these real, these, these drugs, you know, that uh, both legal and illegal ones that definitely have that effect on our brains and our bodies, neurotransmitters, hormones, whatever. But that there's so many other activities that kind of have the same, the same type of effect, right? Um, and it's, it's just really interesting to think about. So I think... Um, yeah, there's there's not even like a there's no like advice to this. There's not like a big conclusion. Um more it was more just kind of meant to be like an educational episode like for myself first just to to learn a little bit more about what is really happening with the different types of drugs and how our neurotransmitters and hormones are affected by these different drugs and activities and then maybe to educate you a little bit. Um so yeah, um, don't do drugs unless they're good for you. <laughs> Did you guys have you ever heard that song? Uh, oh God, it's a hilarious song where he has one line. He goes, "Don't do drugs without me." It's uh, it, it's the one from The Hangover. What is it called? It's what? Do, yeah, it's what do you say? I forget. Is it like Mickey Avalon? Who the hell is the artist? Some like one hit wonder that was in the movie The Hangover. What do you say when you're too fucked up? There's a part of these like, don't do drugs without me. <laughs> okay, but yeah, probably just don't actually do drugs. All right. All right, that's all I got for today. Love y'all. Peace. Talk again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K 